Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you here. Reverend Z over here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. Today is episode number 30. Oh my gosh. Z, we're wow. getting old. We're getting, wow. we're old at this. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and we're calling this our election week special. So if you weren't aware, there's an election going on in the United States this <laughs> week. And it's been taken all week. Uh, now, we cast our ballots on Tuesday, or maybe weeks ago, if you're uh, part of the bail-in ballot that's right now still being counted, and that's what's going on. We're still counting votes. Uh, the, la- the, the projections can, are changing, and, uh, and just this morning, as Z and I have been sitting here uh, chatting and preparing for our show, more changes come down the pike. So, um, you know, it's an election season. And, uh, you know, I guess the scariest thing I heard yesterday was people speculating on who would run in 2024. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, gosh, no, please. Can we wait a little bit on that one? So, um, yes. But um, share with us a little, Z. What's been your perspective of this election so far? Well, you know, it's definitely been interesting uh, if you – no matter who you were, if you watched the elections on Tuesday uh, and went to bed, you, you, you depending on where you were, you had heartaches uh, or, or, or you had jubilations going on. And then you woke up the next day and it was like, oh, hold the press, stop everything. Something's about to change. And so I think, you know, that that whole idea of something about to change is 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 the is the key concept, the key idea of this whole election. Um, And I think one of the things we really as a nation have to look at is this whole idea of one nation under God, indivisible and justice for all. Because if you look at how the votes have come down, it's still split almost 50-50 down the middle based on an ideology, supposedly, of the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. And I don't know if that whole premise still holds up anymore, given the state of affairs and the state of the country, the state of the economy and and, and the global uh, uh, situation, i.e. pandemic, weather, resources, that whole thing. I don't know if that these little independent fiefdoms are going to take us where we want to go going forward. So this election period hopefully has stirred the the curiosity and the uh, sense of involvement that we begin to really look at this whole idea of human life on a planet governed by some type of plan or policy that is supposed to help everyone. Right. Yes. Yes, this is supposed to be 
an organ, uh, uh, you know, by the people and for the people, for the people, right? Not just, yeah. and not just the rich white people, but all the people. Uh, yeah. I was, I saw an interesting uh, meme, image meme this morning with uh, all the various ways this election could play out based on whether uh, it was people of color voting and or and un, not surprisingly, if only people of color voted in this country all states would be blue all states would be blue um and and that's from the data now mm -hmm. when we mix in these white folk uh, we <laughs> and if we go all white on the data then the whole country goes red yeah. some somebody is you know people are already suggesting this vote was more a referendum on race in america than it actually was whose politics are better whose policies are better. Right. Now, I think we're going to have to wait to see how that plays out. And if that, if there is really, you know, how that, and I'm sure there's going to be tons, there's going to be three months here, folks, of talking <laughs> about what happened. Uh, because we know right now at this moment, uh, we know that it would appear Joe Biden will be our next president. Mm -hmm. uh, we also do know that our current president is no stranger to lawsuits and he and his campaign and folks filed a number of them yesterday they're expecting that there may be more today and i and i want to share that tuesday night i went to bed with a very heavy heart not because it appeared that uh we might have another four years of a trump presidency my heaviness was that we are so deeply, and I'm not, I don't want to use the word divided. We have been led to a place where we are so deeply entrenched in our own beliefs that it would appear very few people are willing to look at how to do things differently or even willing to consider that there might be another way than, than the way they're being told and the way they yeah. and and this comes from both sides right this is not a red or blue phenomenon this yeah, yeah. happens on both sides of this thing and and so all day wednesday i do my prayer work and i'm doing my, my meditation work and my spiritual practices and i keep coming to the fact that hold on a second we had the largest voter turnout in history at this point, mm -hmm. now we didn't know this Wednesday, but we know this now. As of right now, Joe Biden has received more votes in a presidential election than any candidate in history. And that probably means, and he's up by about 4 million, uh, last I looked, in the popular vote. That means more Americans than ever took part and actually voted. Right. More Americans than ever went to the polls, whether they mailed that in, whether they dropped it in a drop box, or whether they waited in line on Tuesday to get into a physical building. More people are involved than ever. And that has to be good news for the future of America. That has to be uh, good to for, and I believe a lot of people woke up. Now, some of them woke up to the fact that... Um, some of them woke up to, to the truth that their side didn't have the landslide they thought. Mm -hmm. Some of us woke up to a, a realization that, hold on a minute, we got to do something here. We got to do 
whatever it's going to take to, as my brother Z says, come back into this place of uh, of being united. Yeah, we're not we're not just a bunch of individualized states and commonwealths. We're we're the United States. Our strength comes from the fact that we have always, up until maybe the last decade, worked together, found a yeah. way. Yeah. And you know, it, th th this whole thing, in my mind just accentuates a point that 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 is a mainstay for me. I don't care what topic we're talking about, whether it's politics or social uh, systems or religious ideas. We as a people must begin to take very seriously the idea of conversate and educate. We have to begin to educate ourselves and we have to begin to have a conversation around these issues, ideas uh, that are supposed to give us this this uh, platform to rise above all the fray. Right. Because as we know, the more information I have, the more educated I am on any system, health, politics, science, uh, you pick one. The more information I have now, true information, none of this fake news and all of that. And, and, and we're talking real research right. on a topic. And then we begin to have a conversation about that and look at it from the different points of view to come up with the best answer at the time. We know we live in a world that's always evolving. And so. The, the the decision we make at this moment in time is only as good as the information we have and we can bring to the table. The second after we make the decision, more information may come, but that's life. So we, as they say, we do the best we can with what we got. Yep. And, and, and go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm just going to say, and, and, and that's where we have to move. If we're going to get beyond all the, you know, uh, ideologies that are not based on those kinds of tools. And I'll just let that go. Right. And I, I'm still with you, right? And it seems to me like I keep coming back in my life to <laughs> this mantra of listen more, mm -hmm. listen more, right? And it doesn't mean we just sit there and listen and listen and listen and keep and let every, we listen and we use new and we use the, we, determine, discern that information, and then use it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we're, we're seeing, uh, in my, from my perspective, an unprecedented experience, an opportunity here. Right? Last week, we sat here and we talked about make sure you get out and vote. Over the weeks, we have talked about how every aspect of our culture, of our planetary culture, is changing. We, you know, everybody, uh, this is just coming to me, but um, I remember watching a documentary a couple of years back about how the poles, how the North Pole and the South Pole would sooner or later switch. There would be this polar inversion type thing and it would wreak havoc and, you know, basically life on planet Earth would die, would end. Um, so I stopped watching that program. However, uh, it feels like we're in the midst of that level of change. And we've been talking about it and it's happening in our politics or is it? It would right. appear 
when we look at uh, the elections for Senate, when we look at it, the elections for the House of Representatives, when we look at the governor's races, when we look at all the different data that's come our way, all the different information that's come our way in the last few days, yes, it would appear that we've made some strides in embracing that change, but it would also appear that a lot of people are digging in their heels mm -hmm. and just don't want change. All right. Of right. any sort. And, and, and you know, when you look at the structure of the government, right, when you look at the legislative body, which is made up of the House and the Senate, this is the body. These are the individuals who we as the different states, the communities of the different states and counties, we elect these senators and houses of representative to make the laws. So we, these are the people we articulate our ideas to, our concerns to. They are the ones who are supposed to go out and do the research, right? Do the education and come back and, 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 hopefully come up with with the with, with the bipartisan idea that that's taking one a, a, a better taking both sides of an idea to get the best decision and then the executive branch which is the president the vice president his whole cabinet that whole federal agency thing they are the ones who enforce, if you will, or enact or put in place the laws that's made by the legislative branch. And then the judicial branch are the ones or is the source or is the, the, the one who execute those laws and make sure once we put them in place that they're carried out. Yeah. And they're there to sit there and, and, and try to, if there's any ambiguity, right? And why is there ambiguity? Because no matter when we make the law, there's always going to be something that changed at all. Oh, shucks, we didn't think about that. Right. So they have to adjudicate that stuff. And that's what if we're going to make this country run, if we're going to make anything run efficiently and effectively, this is the kind of process that we have to take. And now that is going to be needed more than ever, I think, now, because the Senate and the House, those those uh, those numbers are changing. Uh, I think that the Democrats will still have the House. But the Senate is is up for grabs right now in terms of I think it's kind of split between the two with a couple of independents. And we got two, I think, down in Georgia that are still waiting to be determined. They're going to have to have a runoff. But when we keep getting these things where they're just so pitted against each other, we're just spinning our wheels. What's just happened here now when we look at who we're going to declare winners and all the legal stuff. It, it begins to defeat the purpose of having a government for the people and by the people. And that's where we need to move, I think, to get beyond, because we still have some deep issues to deal with. We still have law enforcement issues. We still have racial issues. We still have unemployment issues. We still have uh, uh, resource issues, um, which are my, in my mind are more important to all this jockeying around some ideology that means nothing if you can't put it in place. Right. Now is the time. America, we, we've been given the, our warning. Now is the time to get moving together, listening to each other, working together, finding that common ground. And as I was listening to you, Z, I was struck uh, here in Colorado, said our now former senator, uh, 
stopped having town hall meetings hmm. a couple of years back now. Just stopped. And I don't know the last time I've been approached by a political campaign party candidate organization that actually asked me or wanted to listen to what we have to say. Now, they, they claim they're here to listen to us. But what I see, the demonstration I see is we're being told what to believe. We're being told what is in our best interest. And there really isn't much, quote, representation. No. And, I, and I think a lot of people see it that way. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people that um, didn't vote this time mm -hmm. see that perspective, see a perspective of nobody listens to people anymore. They make up the rules, they make up the laws they want, then they convince us why we need them. Now, that kind of perspective can be, it's valid, but I don't know how helpful it is to move us forward. And so I want to call all of us to envision a politic and a, a political system that works, that uh, where people are involved much, much more. Uh, even even with record high turnout, it's not like we're approaching 80 or 90 or 100 percent of the population being involved here. Every right. person, everyone, everyone that calls themselves an American, I believe, is being called to get involved. And this election is our wake up call. Right. Right. And, and because because, you know, I'm, I'm just when you were saying that uh, I'm, I'm thinking about we still have to remember we're in a global pandemic, however you want to define it, wherever you think it is. Right. Whether it's, yeah. you know, true or not true, whether it's as bad as it is or not, it still sets a backdrop, if you will, for how we have to operate until we can get beyond it. Now, when you look at when you look at this country and, and the issues that were on the table of things that the different parties and candidates need to address. I mean, they're like eight, nine issues, right? So you got the whole justice thing and, and then all the various pieces of that race and sentencing and, and, you know, whether felons should be able to vote once they've, you know, served their time, da, 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 da. Got that whole thing. Now we're going to, you know, this whole thing on several countries, on several uh, uh, ballots is the whole thing about elections. Should we allow the electoral college or popular vote to determine elections? That whole thing. Now, you know, part of Joe Biden's whole thing is infrastructure. How are we going to deal with infrastructure? Jobs are going to be an issue. Climate, education with this study from home thing. Immigration is still on the table. Uh, housing is going to be on the tape. I mean, so we have too many real issues, I think, to deal with, to sit down and bicker, excuse me, about so-called politics. Right. Because we got issues that's going to affect this country while we're squabbling on, 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 on peanuts, if you will, that are going to get compromised and chipped away at that if we can't put some put some skin in the game, if you will, this country is going to be in bad way if we just, everybody gets on their side and fight and, and uh, the whole infrastructure and everything of the country is going to fall apart. So we have to have a spiritual approach of 
oneness, togetherness, and we get really got to try to see how to work together and get beyond, as, as you said earlier, our petty differences and figure on how we save the union, if you will. The truth is we live in the greatest country in, on the planet, folks. That's my perspective, and I'm sticking to that story. <laughs> and, um, you know, these, it, the time is past to sit in our little safe bunkers and lob social media insults at each other. That, that time is done. That is, we got to get beyond all of that and move into this place where we are looking at how do we create the both and here? Mm -hmm. There is both a conservative and a liberal perspective, obviously shades, you know, the spectrum of colors on, on all of that. And there is always a middle way. There is always a both and. Now, this isn't compromise, and this takes work. And I think that's where we sometimes lose it. It's everybody thinks that if they have to make any if they have to make any change to their platform, then they've lost. Yeah. What and if, what if we weren't in competition? What if we were? What if we were more more concerned with creating? a nation where people live in freedom and justice and harmony and the pursuit of happiness and all the things that we say we're about, let's go about doing that mm -hmm. rather than just making the other guys wrong. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, you made me think about, uh, the, uh, uh, the Stephen Covey idea of seven habits, you know, the whole thing is we have to begin with the end in mind, a, a, a global end in mind. And then, Think win-win. I mean, we got to go. We got to go into the concept. If we go into the to the proposition of thinking win-win, we, we we have a more open mind. We have a more uh, a receptive uh, situation on both ends where we can begin to really look at things and figure out what's best. Because there is a way for everybody, I believe, to come away satisfied. Now, you may not be jubilant, but there's a way for you to come away satisfied if two people really want have a goal in mind of what they want to work together to, to, to come up with a starting point. Because again, remember, we are evolving. A starting point where everybody is happy. And as we move forward, we may go up the emotional scale and get to jubilant, right? right. But but let's let's start at a place where everybody can be uh, satisfied and 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 happy and comfortable, and then move forward. Yeah. Perhaps we're being rather Pollyannish, folks. I uh, but I believe that this vision, there is a vision, and yeah. I believe we can make it happen. And yeah. I believe that a big part of that is I love what you're saying, right? Start with that end in mind. Mm -hmm. um, let's let's move towards the world we want to experience the, the world we want to see and let's move toward and that's uh, honestly that's something we haven't had in this country in a long time it seems is a common vision yeah we we yeah. we elected a black president and and it seems like that that stirred the pot just enough that we lost sight <laughs> that we're in this pot together yeah, yeah. That stirred the pot, and then somebody turned up the heat. And just like, you know, if you know how to cook a frog, <laughs> you don't boil water and throw a frog in a boiling pot. 
You put the frog in a cold pot of water and you let the heat turn up slowly, slowly, slowly. Yeah. The yeah. Before yeah. long, the frog doesn't even know it's cooked. Well, guess mm -hmm. what, folks? We're the frog. Yes. And, and, and Go ahead. Uh, and we've got the opportunity to leap out of that pot right now, today, this week, this fall, coming into next year. We have the opportunity to make wholesale changes. Yeah, and, and I was so excited chomping at the bit to get in there because the, the, this idea just dropped into my head. For those of you who've watched TV Land or 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 for you know looking at some of the old programs, or for those of you who may remember, there was a program called the Six Million Dollar Man with Steve Austin, who was an astronaut. You know, and he was this you know really smart astronaut, scientific guy, and he got neglect, and he was you know as they said. He was almost dead. Uh, but because of his makeup, they wanted to keep it because he has a great mind, a great idea. And he says, but we can rebuild him. We can rebuild him stronger and better. And they gave him all of these technological things, bionic arms and eyes and legs. And on the other side of it, they called him the $6 million man because they invested all of this technology and, and, and everything into him to recreate him well right now as a country we have the opportunity to be the six million dollar country if you will or six billion dollar or six trillion dollar pick a number because we have the educated minds we have the technology we have the know-how we have the experience to really create a world as we say in and in, in, in science of mind religious science we have the means of creating a world that works for everybody right now. We have all the technology, all the knowledge, all the know-how at this particular moment to help save the planet, to, to, to make some counteractions against global warming, to deal with education and justice and reforms and all the things we need so that everybody feels welcome. Now, once we can do that, then then the sky's the limit because we're going to have a common vision. We're going to all be rowing in the same way, not in different ways on the boat, which we just stand still, which seems to be happening now, right. going you know to and fro. And we need to make progress on these issues that we talked about earlier, housing, infrastructure, government, justice, health care. I mean, you name it. All of them are in turmoil right now. Right. Yep. Here we are, folks. <laughs> We've been talking about it for weeks, uh, and uh, and we're going to keep talking about it yeah. because we are in the midst of a great shift. We are in the midst of, of a great awakening, a great change, uh, not only in America, but on the planet. And uh, truthfully, what we're seeing right now in this election is an answer to prayer. It's an answer to the prayers of so many to to be able to, to move our political system into something that cares for people, mm -hmm. cares about people, and really is for the people and by the people. So, uh, hey, we want to thank you for being with us here today. Uh, you know, we're here every Friday at 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and we talk about whatever it is that we feel like talking about. And we'd love to talk about what you'd like to hear us talking about. So we do have an email address where you can get in touch with us, ministertalk at ntmedia.org. I promise either myself or Rev Z will get back with you. 
if you send us a question or maybe something we can even discuss on the air with you uh, we'd love to hear from you what would you want uh, us to be talking about as we move forward in this discussion or in any aspect of our lives because really this program is about exploring the current events through the lens of a spiritual life through the lens of religious science and we do that as part of the New Thought Media Network now if you haven't heard New Thought Media Network is the most positively inspiring media network on the planet and how would you like to get your hands on a minister's talking shit coffee mug or tea I prefer tea well you can uh, we are in the very early stages of our fall fundraiser we're having a big event on the 20th of November and uh, here's the uh, image from that 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. on the 20th we're gonna be doing a, a big program big event lots of music lots of speakers different hosts from different shows on our network and a whole bunch of fun 5 p.m. mountain time to 11 p.m. mountain time and we're gonna have again a whole bunch of great musicians Jamie Lula is gonna be with us Gary Lynn Floyd Lisa Ferrero uh, Laura Topper and others the Levines we'd love to have you join us and be a part of it and if you want to grab a coffee mug or some of the our other thank you gifts hey there's a link in the description to this video uh, givebutter.com forward slash new thought media network uh, good folks over at give butter are helping us um, by allowing us to keep all of your donations they don't take a, a platform fee which is great so uh, we'd love for you to join us today tomorrow or anytime between now and the 20th to uh, to check out our fall fundraiser Mm -hmm. All right, Z, what do we got left before we're done here today? Well, you know, my my saying is always love, light, and insight. Let's let's love each other. Let's get some light on these dark corners to show the way. And let's let that give us some insight to move forward with, with, with courage and joy to make a world that works for everyone. Yeah. You said it all, my brother. Thank you much. <laughs> Thank everyone, you. Everyone watching, thank you so much for being with us. Please share this with your friends and family. We'll be back again next week for more Ministers Talking Shit. And join us in about 45 minutes here on New Thought Media Network for morning prayers. Until next time, we love you. Peace and blessing. We love you. Peace and blessing. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking Shit. We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other sh** our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our sh** with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.